Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about the journey of starting up your own business. I'm excited to welcome special guest, John Lee. John is the founder of Custom Mobile Apps. They make apps for podcasts and networks that nurture listener relationships and build member-supported content business. And I'll be sure to include a link to his website in the description. John, welcome, and thank you so much for visiting with me today. Thank you for having me on your show, Linda. Awesome. Okay, so John, let's talk about starting your own business. Is that something that you've always wanted to do, or is that kind of new? Not always, but I think over the past 10 years, it's been a goal of mine. I didn't think about business growing up. I wanted to be a veterinarian all through my young years. I went to college to become that. Um, I was an animal science major, went to Cornell for that purpose, but um, yeah, I never thought about business at all uh, until I went to grad school and we had a class on entrepreneurship, had class projects thinking about our own products and businesses. And since then, it's really been on my mind. It kind of kind of took over my brain. And although I, I got normal jobs after grad school, working at bigger companies, it was always in the back of my head, I want to make my own products and I want to have my own business. And that desire has grown over the years. So a couple of years ago, I decided to just take the plunge. I thought I came finally to an idea that I thought would work. Uh, and the idea was to build a social podcast app. I'm sure you've come across some of these concepts in the past couple of years, like Breaker. And, um, and the apps nowadays are kind of adding social features into their, um, into their feature set. But back then, I wanted to make a generic podcast app that integrated social media right into the listening experience. So as a listener, I could be listening to your show, for example, and then you'd be right there for me to tweet at and, and have a conversation instead of having to jump out of the app and find you on Twitter or go to your website. It would The engagement would be direct right from the listening app that I was using. So that was the initial idea. And I hired an agency. I raised a little bit of money from friends and family. I spent a lot of my own money and worked to build this app thinking it was an unmet need, thinking I wanted it, uh, and lots of people I'm sure would want the same thing. And um, it took us, I think, almost a year to come up with a very basic app, and it cost me a lot of money to do that, and a lot of heartache and time. But in that time, I saw these apps coming and going, these social apps that were launching and then dying, launching and failing, and I got very worried that maybe I was barking up the wrong tree. I was building a product that was not going to survive the market and it wasn't a demand for. So I came to a hard crossroads last year around when COVID started, I had to make a decision. Am I going to keep going down this path of making a social podcast app after having seen so many other attempts uh, fail or am I going to pivot? And I decided, oh, let's, let's pivot. Uh, and so that's when I decided we have this technology, we've built our own app. Is there a way for us to help other podcasters have their own app, their own branded mobile app in an affordable way? Because I spent a lot of money trying to build my own mobile app. There's no way that an independent podcaster is going to spend that much money for a mobile app. So only the biggest companies have mobile apps. If you're a business and you're big enough, then you can hire an agency maybe to build you a mobile app for your shop. If you're a Starbucks or a Target, yeah, you have your own mobile app. But if you're an independent 
content creator, if you're a small business owner, that really hasn't been an option. So we figured out a way to uh, make that affordable and make it um, yeah, as accessible to everyone to have their own mobile app, just like the bigger companies do. So that's where, how the idea shifted. And we've been running with that really since January this year. Fantastic. So this is for podcasters and it's also for any small business owners? It's really for any small business, but since we're just starting out, we focus the marketing on podcasters. I love podcasts. It's the main way I consume content. It's the beginning of my business journey started in podcasting. So it's the community I know and it's the the audience I wanted to serve. Perfect. So that's why we're focused on podcasters initially. Okay. And what would be the benefit for a podcast host to be to have this app? What will it do for them? Yeah, so I consider every podcaster a small business owner. Even if they don't think of themselves as a small business owner, they really are because they're passionate about what they're doing. And I know they want to do it full-time. They want this to be their full-time job if it could be, if it could pay the bills. So to think of themselves as a small business owner, I think it's the first step. And as a small business owner, um, you want your audience, your listeners, to come to your home, whether that's your website. Um, You want them to go to your website, uh, engage you in more of your content. Maybe you have a blog. Maybe you have a book. Maybe videos. You want your listeners to get more engaged with you as the host and as your and, and with your content. But ultimately, you want them to buy something from you or support your project on Patreon. Become a supporter. You want them to convert from being a listener to an actual customer is the way I view it. And that happens only on your website, on your own property. They can't do that when they're listening to your content on Apple or Spotify. Um, They're anonymous listeners. You may have a large audience, but they don't have an easy way to connect with you and and then convert to being a financial supporter, enabling you to grow your own small business and becoming financially independent. So that's where the website is so important to be calling your listeners always back to one's website to engage with you there. And then if you have a mobile app, it serves a very similar purpose. If they can download the mobile app for, if you can give them a good reason to do that, then you have that direct connection to your listener. You know who they are and you can engage them further and then convert them into a customer inside your own mobile app. So that direct connection to your listener and turning them from a prospect to a customer is the advantage of having a website and a mobile app. And this is the reason why um, if you're a bigger company, you, you, you will have a mobile app for your, your shop because you own that customer relationship in, within your own property in a way that you don't um, yeah, and do third-party um, distributors of your content. Wow, that's fantastic. So you're helping make... Uh, products and opportunities available for the small business owners at, in addition to the, the big guys. That's really yes. beautiful. That really is filling a need. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to learning more and to checking out your website. Again, I have looked at it once, but I think I will look at it with some more interest. So thank you. Um, what are some of the difficulties that you've experienced as you've been going through this process? Well, it's been a long process. It's been at least three years. So um, and uh, a lot of patience has been required to work with contractors. Um, your product is never as good as you want it to be working with third parties who are trying to, uh, they have their own interests. So I've learned a lot through the process, um, negotiating, working with other people, 
but also especially patience. It's just taken so so much longer than I anticipated to build the product um, and get it out to the world. And right now, um, I'm in the middle of trying a new way of getting the word out, getting on podcasts and talking about the business. This is a brand new way for me. Uh, I'm a, an extreme introvert, and I've never had a desire to be interviewed or um, be on a podcast or be on a video or anything, but I'm doing it for the business. I feel like this is the next step in getting the word out because my customers are podcasters and they listen to podcasts. This is a good experiment to try, to try to get out there and spread the message by my words in addition to social media and through the website and all these other text-based channels. Wow. I am so proud of you for stepping outside your comfort zone and doing something that's hard. What a good example you are. Well done. Thank well you. done. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning just in the past couple of weeks that, again, really the, the best way to learn something is just to do it. And for me, it may be the only way to learn. Um, the only way to learn how to build a business is to just build a business. And the only way to learn how to be interviewed is to be interviewed. So I'm not being picky about where... Um, know who I talk to or or how long the interviews are or anything I just want to talk to as many people as I can and get the both the practice in but yeah just keep moving forward and not worry about the setbacks or not worry about my performance for example um, just just focus on getting the reps in and getting the practice in and keep moving forward I like that getting the reps in you're doing your reps well done Okay, building up those muscles on being able to speak and to be interviewed. I'm proud of you. Okay, now um, you mentioned before that you had some interesting news from your work, your employer. So I had a couple questions about that. One is I'm assuming that your business, your, your own business is kind of a, a part-time thing or a, you're, yes. you're, doing, you're doing two things. So that's an excellent way. Like you said, you got to just go and you got to do, but... In the real world, we also still have to pay our bills. So exactly, yeah. um, doing a bit of both. So do you want to share about that and how they work together? Yeah. So I do have a full-time job. I've always had a full-time job, um, and that pays the bills. My side business, custommobile.app, is just that. It started as a side project, and I'm trying to build that into a proper business. You're still going to take a while for that to cover our daily expenses or even cover its own expenses. Just trying to break even at this point, but... Yeah, I, I got some news last week. So the company I work for was acquired by another bigger company a couple of weeks back. And as part of the restructuring, they're outsourcing my job and a lot of other jobs in the U.S. to um, yeah, another part of the world. So I'm going to be out of work at this company at, uh, at the start of July. So they've given us some time to look for another job, uh, which is great. And um, I really enjoyed working for this company. But uh, I'm again on the job hunt. I'm taking interviews from recruiters. And um, yeah, so that's been a challenge on top of trying to build my own business on the side. So it really feels like I'm in a boot camp situation or a crunch time where, um, yeah, I'm talking to a lot more people and getting more and more comfortable with that and speaking about myself. So yeah, just having the faith, um, well, having faith in God that he will provide through this and teach me what he wants to teach me through this. I, I feel like I'm already gaining and learning so much through this period of uncertainty, but also learning how to trust um, God and, yeah, go with his timing and just follow him on the path that he has for me. That is beautiful. And also faith in having a positive outcome. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. And they work together. So that's fantastic. Well, I wish you success in finding some employment to cover the bills while the other things are working out. I know with my husband's employment, he also has uh, co-workers who have a side business here and there. And sometimes all of a sudden they're not at work anymore because their side business was paying more and had better hours and, and it worked out um, better for their, their passion. So that's fantastic. Well done. All right. Do you have anything else that you want to cover? I think maybe one more thing I've been mentioning on other podcasts is this idea that I've been having around how listeners will come for good content. Like even me, I will find a new show and, and I'll come back for good content. But I feel like listeners stay um, for the community. If there is a community there of other listeners and access to the host, that community becomes a really sticky factor. And I've seen it in different domains. Um, we just signed up for a climbing gym in Pittsburgh just to try out. And something I noticed I, I'd never seen before is a lot of people come in small groups, like with another person or in small groups of three or four. And there's a big social aspect to climbing. Like people are taking turns, they're chatting in between climbs. And I, I think um, you, we, people may go and do something for just the interest of it or the content, but they will stick around and become a member if they start forming friendships. And so another benefit of having a mobile app is you can form your community inside the app. We have social features where um, users can post content and also talk to each other inside the app. And so if uh, conversations get started inside the app and friendships start being formed, that can also be a very sticky uh, environment of, of retaining listeners and then ultimately converting them into members. So that's something else I'd like to call out. Um, listeners will come for the content, then, but really stay for the community. You can nurture one. That is beautiful. And right now, especially as we are recovering from this whole COVID pandemic, where people feel isolated, being able to find a community and being able to feel like they belong somewhere is so important. So you're providing a beautiful service. So thank you very much, John. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, delighted. In closing, I'd like to share a quote from writer and podcast host Ruben Chavez. He said, pay attention to the things you are naturally drawn to. They are often connected to your path, passion, and purpose in life. Have the courage to follow them. I invite you to have the courage to follow your own path. See you next time on Linda's Corner.